right, Matt Humans, Vinny Maiulo here on My Guys in the Desert from the South Point Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Vinny, it's NFL schedule release day and breaking news about a quarterback situation in the league we'll get to in the next five minutes. But let's tip it off here with the NBA tonight because the Lakers are back in action after a dramatic win over the Knicks that went to overtime last night. You and I talked about this. Lakers 101, Knicks 99, and uh, Julius Randle 31 points for the Knicks, but one of the rarest games in which a small underdog did not die in overtime. That's right. And the game actually stayed under in the second half and for the game, despite going to overtime. Lakers met five on the opener, close two and a half. And uh, not only uh, did the game get bet to the Knicks, uh, but the under as well from 213 down to 210 and a half, so, uh, which is where it closed. But uh, Lakers get the win, Knicks get the candy. And tonight, the Rockets and the Lakers in L.A., so it's back-to-back, and that looks like no Anthony Davis. Uh, we know yeah. LeBron's going to be out, and this number has dipped all the way to from 13.5 to 8.5. Right just, now, the screen is lighting up in red, mm-hmm. Vinny. Yeah, it just went down another half point, man, since we came back from break. So uh, you hit it to 8.5 uh, eight, uh, eight and, and 220.5, so the, uh, the number keeps coming down, as, uh, as does the total. Of course, we know about LeBron. And AD, but uh, also, I know this will shock everybody. Uh, Chris Wood is questionable uh, for the Rockets. Actually, when you look at the Rockets, Matt, you, can, you might get a couple of quality minutes tonight, buddy, for the Rockets. I could play a couple minutes. I know that. I said a couple of quality I minutes. Play a couple, you? couple of minutes. And give, him, give it to him. A little bit out of shape, Vinny. That might be about all I could give is a couple minutes. I, didn't, I, I wouldn't bet the over <laughs> in minutes. All right, the uh, Spurs <laughs> and Nets in Brooklyn. Sham Sherenia reports that Nets star James Harden plans to play tonight versus Spurs, mm-hmm. assuming pregame warm-ups go smoothly. Yeah, looks Sources like... Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium Harden on the verge of his return after missing over a month with a hamstring strain. So what do we have for a number in Brooklyn? Matt, right now, four and a half. Uh, did the, the game did open three, got as high as five and a half, but then news came out uh, uh, in, a, in conjunction with the Harden announcement uh, that Kyrie Irving is not going to play tonight for the Nets. So right now, four and a half uh, for this uh, for this number, two thirty-two and a half, which is right around the opener. It's a daily guessing game in the NBA. Oh, who's Matt. in? Who's out? Matt, I think once we get to the playoffs, thankfully uh, there'll be a lot more certainty uh, with uh, within uh, NBA rosters. Certainly, no load management during the postseason. One more game to talk about tonight in the association here before we uh, transition to hockey. Blazers and Jazz in Salt Lake City, Vinny. Yeah, pretty good game, Matt. It's an important game, particularly for the uh, well, for both teams, right? Uh, Blazers looking to improve their their playoff position. Jazz looking to remain number one in the uh, in the Western Conference. One point favorites here. They did open as two point favorites, so a move to the Blazers here, and uh, the total on this one sitting at two thirty four. Uh, which is uh, right around where it opened. So not a lot of movement on the uh, the total in this one. All right. Thanks to uh, Stormy Bonantoni to join us yeah. in the first hour. Vegas Golden Knights TV reporter. And uh, this is uh, obviously a big week for the Knights. And they blew their first yeah. chance to uh, to clinch the division Monday night with a 2-1 loss to Colorado mm-hmm. on the Strip. And now Vegas needs to beat San Jose tonight and needs one loss by the Avalanche in one of the final two games, Kings at Colorado. And uh, the biggest favorite on the board tonight, Vinny, is who? The Avalanche, 350, Matt, and climbing. I'm going to tell you, there's three. There's there's a three-teamer in hockey tonight everywhere you look. Uh, it is the Golden Knights, it is the Avalanche, and it is the Wild. 
uh, in St. Louis against the Blues. But the scenario for the Golden Knights uh, is uh, is pretty simple. They uh, they need to win tonight. They need the Kings to beat the Avalanche in one of two games in Denver uh, for the remaining uh, reigning two games. Avalanche do have a game in hand over the Golden Knights. No Nathan McKinnon tonight for the uh, the Avalanche. He did. He was out. He came back for the game the other night at T-Mobile against uh, the Golden Knights, uh, but he will not play tonight for the uh, for the Avs. Benny, I'm seeing one book as high as minus three ninety. Yeah, on Colorado tonight. Let's so that's one of the biggest me. biggest favorites of the hockey season. Yeah, and uh, the Golden Knights. What's the number at San Jose? Uh, right now, the Golden Knights, Matt, are uh, let's see, up to uh, two twenty. Just went up another ten cents. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury will be uh, in net tonight for the Golden Knights. No Pacioretty though. Uh, Martinez, perhaps. All right, Jimmy Vaccaro joins us next here on My Guys in the Desert. Fashion tickets, what it's all about. My guys in the desert, Matt Humans, Vinny Maiulo here at the South Point Sportsbook on a Wednesday NFL schedule release day. And most of the schedule released this morning, NFL Week 1 in its entirety was released. And uh, numbers are up, including here at the South Point Sportsbook. You have lines, totals, and money lines on NFL Week 1. Jimmy Vaccaro joins us now in studio. Hey, Jimmy. Brent Musburger is going to be in here tomorrow at the South Point. At Mr. 2 o'clock. You Who? haven't seen Brent in person for a long time, have you? Is he the new kid? <laughs> That's right. Okay. The, uh, the new kid we just hired here at v Brent Musburger, is going to be here tomorrow. The intern. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Gentlemen, it's good Judge. to see you. you know, let me run this by you quickly. First of all, I can see, as everybody else, you know, put the first weeks of games up. You know, this sports betting is absolutely crazy now. We're going to have a big... Big middle of May to the middle of June. I am all for these like play-in games, whatever, because they're all important now. The mm-hmm. NBA mm-hmm. handle, you can always tell if people are interested by simply the amount of money that comes across the counter every night. So I can I can see this like really going crazy. And as I said, uh, I'm rooting for the Lakers to be there. We need them, you mm-hmm. know, during the course of the midweek stuff. But uh, uh, this is great. Then the other thing, and I just tweeted it out, you know, what you're seeing now, and obviously, see uh, Chris is going to put up his uh, uh, Vincennes. You you helped him with uh, season win totals. There's never a down moment anymore. And you can feel like there's a a small electricity going through the sports books. And so I would consider the next month and a half, two months of being way above normal that they were. And the other thing out there, guys, stuff like this, you might have seen it in late July or early August. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now we see it every freaking day, which is good because it's always on their mind. I know Tommy is looking for the printer already because we're going to put out the, the jackpot parlor card that people love to play during the course of the summer. So here we are, guys. Buckle up. It's, it's going to be a pretty good ride. So Chris Andrews plans to put out NFL season win totals here at the South Point on Friday? This Friday, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Friday. The following Friday will be the college games of the year, and the fi- Friday after that will be uh, – College season win totals, conference games only. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but to Jimmy's point, uh, everything is accelerated and yes. moved up. And again, to take advantage 
of a what's what promises to be a very busy summer here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, Jimmy. I mean, obviously a year ago, completely different story, but now with four months to book these games mm-hmm. uh, for the folks that are coming to town. Well, I, obviously it's going to be an easy call here that uh, uh, every, every ticket we write on any other team, there'll be mm-hmm. five on the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, the Raiders are the opening Monday night game. Yeah. Ravens at Raiders Monday, September 13th. And uh, here at the South Point, Vinny, what do you have for a number and a money line, number total and money line on Ravens-Raiders. Uh, Ravens here in Las Vegas on the road, four and a half on, on the opener. Uh, the total 51, and uh, right now the uh, Ravens minus 250 on the uh, on the money line. And, Jimmy, uh, Matt and I were talking in the first hour. I think hour. Musburger's going to be on Raiders' money line. Oh, what no, was that? No doubt. Uh, Brent's going to be on the money line. Oh, okay. No question. Jimmy, one. Oh, so the difference, obviously, and your thoughts, and we always love when there's a doubleheader on that oh, Monday yeah. night without sure. it this year. People will adjust and everything. Uh, but the fact is that will absolutely uh, really add to the uh, handle on a Raider game. And the only game to move so far was that game. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of what you would consider people understand the racket took the six as soon as it came out, and it was bet down uh, quickly. So, uh, again, you know, we're four months out, but uh, uh, that's, a, that's a likable bet. Uh, the Raiders at home, all, all the crazy stuff going on here. I know one thing, uh, I, we'll be rooting our behind off for the Ravens, believe me. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you feel about the kickoff game? Cowboys and Buccaneers in Tampa. Vinny, first of all, what are the numbers on uh, Cowboys-Bucks? Here at the South Point, uh, Buccaneers defending champs uh, against, again, the Cowboys, who you either love to bet or love to hate or or vice versa. Uh, Six and a half Buccaneers. 52 for the total, Jim. You know, I think I hate to use this because I don't like the people that run the NFL. But they're getting a little smarter. They're putting the marquee games at great times. You know, what a great mm-hmm. way to open with the mm-hmm. Cowboys and the Super Bowl champions. I mean, stuff like that. And then you go to, like, the, the Raiders or whatever. So I'm giving them some credit. I mean, I, I didn't want to see Arizona or, the, or, or Carolina on, the Monday, on a Monday night game. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that was even in the discussion, was it? <laughs> but let's look at the NFL grand opening uh, here. Cowboys and Bucks on Thursday, September 9th. So the Bucks open as six-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. favorites. Since 2004, defending Super Bowl champions are 13-3 and three in the NFL season opener. Uh, Tom Brady, 3-1 and one record in the Thursday night opener. And Tom Brady has a 10-1 and one career record when opening the season mm-hmm. at home. Uh, that's going to be a, a major... Wagering handle game, Cowboys and Bucks. Let me tell you why it's going to be a major decision. Because the game's going to go to seven, and the smarts will take the plus seven, and every teaser bet will be on Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Be a monster, monster decision. And keep it out of one to six. That's a good call there. Tampa Bay is going to be very popular teaser oh, point, Vinny. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. Also, Steelers-Bills on uh, Sunday, September 12th. You've mm-hmm. got in that 10 a.m. kickoff, uh, slot. You've got eight games, and Steelers Bills one of those. And uh, what's the number on the Bills? Bills six point favorites. Wow. Matt wow. Uh, fifty and a half for that total. Yeah, a lot of games. Is it eight or nine? Nine, I think. One, two, nine, ten o'clock Pacific games. Wow, too many. Four in the afternoon. Wow. Wow. We do have some breaking news here on the Packers quarterback situation. What is it? And this is big news. Uh, you expect to see this on NFL Network any second. The Packers are signing Blake Bortles. Are they? Yeah. All right. Well, that'll uh, that game is off the board uh, pending uh, the other guy. Who needs Aaron Rodgers? You got Blake. Bortles you got Blake Bortles, Bortles now. Well, okay. I, they 
they could have signed you. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, so how do you deal with this Packers Saints game? You, you guys know I have it off the board yeah. right now. Yeah. I think most people believe Aaron Rodgers is not going to be back with Green Bay. I saw one book in town open Saints minus one and a half. You guys decided to keep it off the board. Well, again, there's no sense guessing. You know who needs it. There's a lot of other things to do. So you know maybe you know you want to get this. I'm the big guy. I'll put up any number, but then when you get your ass kicked, you say, why'd they do something stupid like that? You know, uh, the game is one and a half. Now Now he plays. Now the game's eight. You know, what are right. you going to do? Yeah. Who needs it? It's the player that's meant the most to the point spread yeah. just, uh, in, in the Rogers. last uh, five to seven years, sure. right? We've seen nine-point swings with uh, with Rodgers in and out of the lineup, so I guess right now, but to your point, Matt, if it's up, uh, you know what? If you think he's not going to play, then grab the, uh, grab the Saints. If you think he's going to play, for the, well, you for know the what Packers. I did here at the Just South Point a couple days ago. I bet you, the Vikings you plus took 350 plus, to win the NFC North, right, and those right. division odds are up here at the South Point. Right. And what you'll see, because you like to put everything up, like Chris may put up whatever number he puts up, but like maybe a $3,000 limit as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, someone coming about 100000 on that side or something like that. Yep, How about the season wins? So Chris is going to put those up. Uh, Friday, how do you deal with uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers when you're looking at season wins? There's a lot of things to consider, including the other teams on the Packers' schedule. That's tougher than making a number for the uh, mm-hmm. you know for a game. Make no mistake about it. But let me let me say this because obviously I know him way back when from the t- NFL total wins. Uh, this side of the counter, the bookmaker side. We are really really getting much better every year with NFL totals. Used to be like it was like a fight to like win a few dollars and either was like face feast or famine Mm -hmm. but now because you see these things for the entire year things unravel in front of you the uh it's just a it's just a good spot you usually now in the last 10 years win something on the totals maybe not a lot but you're going to win something you know matt to to your point too about that number you got a couple of choices either you put you you put up a number and obviously right now he's still a packer so you're basing that number Mm -hmm. uh on the fact that he is in in green bay or you just like the game, maybe, maybe I know there's some places I think that uh, may have that one off the board right now. Uh, in fact, I did see one place that had them and uh, the Broncos off the board. So, again, it's it's speculation. You try to put everything up, but to Jimmy's point, which is absolutely spot on, uh, you don't you know there's no bonus for being first uh, when it comes to that kind of uncertainty. Speaking of that, Broncos at Giants, you opened a pick'em, and if Aaron yeah. Rodgers does turn out to be the Broncos' quarterback, they will be favored in that right, game. It'll be a significant favorite, even though the game is in uh, uh, MetLife Stadium. Sure. Other NFL schedule notes: uh, Pack. This is going to be uh, Thanksgiving Day. Bears, Lions, Raiders at Cowboys, and uh, Bills Saints. Those are Thanksgiving. What was the here. last one? Bills at Saints. So that's a pretty good Thanksgiving Day sure. lineup, especially Raiders yeah. at Cowboys, Bills at Saints. I'd rather have the Cowboys playing their Redskins like they always played on Thanksgiving. Redskins don't exist anymore. The Skins? The Washington football team. Oh, excuse team. me for being whatever, the political here. WFT. <laughs> Christmas Day, the report is the Packers will host the Browns. On Lambeau Field. Who's going to be the Packers quarterback? That's right. I don't know. I, this I do know, and uh, coming from Pittsburgh, the Steelers are declining every year right in front of you. I mean, it's pretty obvious here, but uh, there'll still be money on the Steelers, but we'll win, we'll win a, a lot of money this year against the Steelers. That's a lot of points to give the Steelers on week one. Six at Buffalo, even yep. though, you, like you said, this looks like it's going to be Big Ben's final year, right? It looks sure looks like it. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, it's going to be difficult for him to continue. I, but look, you got a running back. 
Uh, their defense is so they need to be able to move the ball downfield, man, and protect him but, because you know, always know where he's at right now. Benny, the uh, biggest road favorite in week one is without a doubt the San Francisco 49ers at Detroit, right? 49ers, seven and a half. Uh, that, uh, that's the last early game, quote unquote. Again, uh, we have 10 o'clock uh, kickoffs here in Las Vegas, uh, one o'clock back east, but that's a seven and a half, Matt, uh, uh-huh. with, the, with the N-Niners. Who's favorite. worse, Detroit or, or the Carolina? I think the Texans right now would be the worst Texans team in the league. Texans are the worst? Okay. I think I pre- – We'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Right. That's, but that's, it's not looking like Deshaun Watson's going to be the Texans yeah. quarterback in week it one. It sure doesn't look like it. Um, Jimmy, how about the NBA? You talked about the hockey playoffs right around the corner wow. too. But the NBA, you're in favor of the play-in tournament because more meaningful games are <laughs> better goodness. for bookmakers and betters, yeah, right? Well, if the Lakers are in a play-in game and it's a Tuesday night, it's a big – Big night for us. You see, what these things do out there, let me give you a little secret out there, people. Sometimes you listen to me, sometimes you don't. If, you, if the Lakers were playing 2-0 Wednesday, whatever, what it does, first of all, we're going to get more money on one of those sides to begin with. Second of all, people will come in, and here's the other thing. Now you'll bet your parlay. You'll bet the Dodgers and the Lakers, whatever. So I love marquee teams, especially the, the Lakers, uh, when it comes to, obviously, playoffs. Look at the, the play-in games for the NCAA tournament this year. That Michigan State-UCLA yes. game Monster. was as big a handle uh, as any tournament game we had. Uh, when mm-hmm. he, and that was a play-in game. So sure. to Jimmy's point, which is, which is uh, spot on, it, it, having, the, having these games, when they're playoff games and they're more meaningful like that from our side of the counter from a business standpoint, it's always, it's always great to have expanded playoffs. Now that playoffs. Michigan State-UCLA game, which uh, the Bruins won with a mm-hmm. comeback, and they go all the way right. to the Final Four. You wow. said that the wagering handle on that was as big as any tournament game. You're not yeah. talking about the Final Four games, though. No, any tournament game, not not as big as the Final Four, but you right. know what? I, I tell bad. you what, it wasn't bad, Matt. It was as good as any. It was comparable to the eight. Final Four games. Right. Yeah. Still, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, I mean that game again. Don't forget, it was positioned as sure. the last game, and it was going into the uh, uh, the, the tournament as that well. It was a late so. tip that night. Yeah, it was, it was and, and obviously you know, two marquee teams. Yeah, and it works out. Michigan good, State so. and UCLA. Yeah. All right. What about the hockey playoffs start next week? Are you going to be uh, expecting Vegas money uh, on the Golden Knights? It's going to be pretty heavy every time they yeah, play. Yeah, but, but like like we talked earlier in this session here, you know, we got off that Vegas Golden yeah. Knights stuff. It's not going to be like you blow eight hundred thousand if they win the uh, tournament. Now, I think Chris said the other day like we lose like thirty thousand. So it's obviously not that like it used to yeah. be. That's like a ham sandwich. Speaking yeah, of that, where did you have lunch today? I had lunch at Nora's with a guy named Nick, big-time trader Bogdanovich, <laughs> Jeffrey, Richie, I-G-Y-T, Bachelary, mm-hmm. and some tomato who was our waitress. And Chris got her phone number. No, Jeff got her phone number. <laughs> Jeff got not Chris. Chris is <laughs> married. He got the whole day. Now I'm, and the spa's open. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I'm like that wrestler Daniel Bryan. Yes. It's like yes. Christmas. Yes. Nicky B uh, played golf with him last week. Brady Did he Cannon, bitch? Brian Rogers. We were out at Las Vegas Country Club, and it was very rare to see this because Nick's an outstanding golfer. He hit seven balls off the tee into the water no. on Friday. Seven, seven water shots. There must Friday. have been a, there must have been a day game. He was sweating. Now what would happen? Right, he was winning by three, and then he hit the the tee one. They said, "Oh, look what happened here! Four in the ninth. Then he, he probably I, threw his clubs in you. somebody else into the. There had river. to be. There had to be. He was he was distracted by action and not golf action. No question. <laughs> Just an off day off the tee for Nick. He's an outstanding golfer. Actually, yeah. after we got him playing, he went right back to work. That guy never stops yeah. working. No, he doesn't. Me. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks it. for stopping by, man. Great to see you. And, Tell uh, Laddie I'll see him tomorrow.
Oh, Brent, the lad. <laughs> Brent will be in studio tomorrow uh, here for my guys in the desert at 2 o'clock. So, Jimmy, stop by and see Brent Musburger tomorrow. So, Vinny, uh, all the NFL Week 1 numbers are up yeah, here at the South Point, mm-hmm. starting with the uh, Thursday night mm-hmm. NFL kickoff, Cowboys and Buccaneers. Buccaneers, Matt, 6.5 and, a half and uh, 52. Again, I guess is a, a great way to start it, right, uh, with Tom Brady and the, the Buccaneers, the defending champs. Bringing just about everybody back. A couple of new face, new veteran faces, too. People mm-hmm. want to be part of this. Buccaneers get 22 right. starters returning. Yeah. And, uh, and the Cowboys, which always, it's always, listen, whether you love them or you hate them, they draw betting action. See all the numbers up there on the screen from the yeah. South Point to openers for NFL Week 1. The Bucks six and a half over the Cowboys. And Monday night, only one game, but it's a good one. Ravens at Raiders. Oh, and the Raiders catching four and a half at home, 51 uh, you're going to take better than two to one. We're going to need the Ravens in that game. That I can tell you. No question. Jimmy's right. Raiders are going to get some action as uh, home yeah. dogs on that Monday night. Looking forward to uh, having fans in the All right, quick break here on the show. When we come back, we're going to talk baseball. There's a game in progress. It just went final. The Padres closed out the Rockies 5-3. to three. That's the first game of a doubleheader in Denver. We'll talk more baseball betting when we come back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Did you know vcin.com has the latest lines and odds for every game on the board tonight? I didn't know that. Track the line movements with live charts. Get estimated scores for every matchup and all the betting information you need to stay on top of the action. You can also use our parlay calculator to figure out payouts and get all our betting 101 info, including definitions of the betting terms we use here on the Sports Betting Network. When you say toggling, what does that mean? means it's close, Matt. So let's say it's six and six and a half, and it goes back and back forth. And forth. So they're taking six and a half, laying six. So toggling, toggling. Pinballing, toggling. Not only pinballing. I like toggling. Start your day's sports betting research for free at vcin.com. Toggling. Final in Colorado goes over the total in the late innings, Vinny. The uh, Padres beat the Rockies in game one of the doubleheader 5-3. to three. Padres closed $1.50 there, so a little move to the Rockies early, about $0.05. Cents. Uh, the total on the game was 6.5, and, and again, a 7-inning game. Uh, but as you mentioned, Matt, the uh, Padres 5-3, to three, they prevail there. We'll get the, uh, the second game of that doubleheader coming up with uh, San Diego $1.44 presently. And... Uh, that game opened $1.50, seven and a half for that total. Game two of the doubleheader is uh, Blake Snell. He's trying to get the sweep for the Padres. And Snell, like you said, about a buck fifty favorite total of seven mm-hmm. and a half. Austin Gomber going to be the starter for the Rockies. Hugh Darvish started game one for the Padres. He went four innings, allowed uh, one run unearned, only two hits, uh, struck out two. So Hugh Darvish helps the Padres win the first half of the uh, doubleheader. In Colorado. So with the uh, total 
or excuse me, with the uh, game at seven innings, we're looking at a total of uh, seven and a half in game two, right? Yep, seven and a half here, Matt. That's, uh, again, predicated on pitch. And again, it is uh, it is Colorado, right? Let's uh, remember that. Yankees are going to have several coaches out tonight. I, I think tested positive for the virus, and it looks like Glaber Torres is going to be held out of the lineup. Not that that means a whole lot, because going into last night's game, Glaber Torres mm-hmm. had one home run and 120 at-bats. You can see the uh, news on the screen. The Yankees have now confirmed seven COVID-19 cases. And uh, Torres is one of the guys out of the lineup tonight for the Yankees as they wait on test results. For I don't think it's had much of an impact on the number from what I can see on the screen. Yankees still about uh, minus 200 against the Rays in game two at the Trop of this series with uh, Garrett Cole opposing Colin McHugh. Yeah, we're at uh, ninety here at South Point, Matt. did open as $2 favorites, but it certainly bears watching uh, uh, for, not only today, but as we move further uh, towards the weekend here. I mean, if coaches have it's in the, if it's in the clubhouse, the bug is in the clubhouse, then uh, it certainly has the potential to spread to other players, right? So Yankees right now $1.90 off the $2 opener, 7 for the uh, for the total uh, on this one. It did open at uh, 7.5. Oakland A's, Boston Red Sox at Fenway. Erod has been money when he starts for the Red Sox, mm-hmm. and uh, he's about a dollar fifty favorite tonight. Yeah, right. So it's a pretty good two-way action here, Matt. Uh, uh, toggling back and forth uh, between uh, both these teams, fifty to fifty-five right now. Red Sox a dollar fifty, nine and a half for this total. But in this uh, this game over from nine, and uh, the Red Sox get uh, plus 120 on the, uh, on the run. MLB is going to allow Oakland A's ownership to explore relocation. Mm-hmm. And Las Vegas has been rumored for the past couple of years, two yeah. or three years, to be the landing spot for the A's if they move out of Oakland, follow the Raiders right here to Las Vegas. We had uh, Don Logan, the yes. president of the AAA mm-hmm. franchise here in Las Vegas, on the show with us a, a few weeks ago. And yeah. Don was talking about whether or not you know Vegas would eventually be a home for an MLB team. And we didn't really specifically talk about the A's because Las Vegas is a AAA affiliate of the sure. A's, so we're not sure how that's would work out, but it looks like uh, Vegas would be the favorite if uh, the A's look to get out of Oakland. Matt. Just follow the Raiders right here to the strip. And do you think there's a chance? You know, I've looked at I love that stadium, that new AAA stadium that's been built out in Summerlin. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the surrounding land. Is there a way you can expand that stadium to make it big enough for a major league team? I'm not sure because it seats about, what, 10,000 now? Uh, you, you need mm-hmm. to expand it to about 35,000. I think, Matt, uh, a few things. Certainly Las Vegas is going to be in the discussion uh, for either relocation or expansion for not only MLB, uh, but for uh, for the NBA as well, right? I mean, down the road. The difference, I think, with baseball, Matt, and it is a beautiful uh, ballpark, the Aviators, uh, led by uh, by Don Logan, uh, do a terrific job. I think it, you, need a, you need a dome stadium. For baseball here, man. Oh, no, come on. I mean, I, I don't mind the heat, but I'm just telling Love you. The and they're not gonna they're not gonna share uh, Allegiant Stadium. Raiders are not gonna be in there. Yeah, man, play baseball, play golf. I, I got no problem day, with it. 115. Who well, knows? yeah, the Matt Humans Invitational when hey, play triple play it on the sun for 40 years. I got no problem with it. I'm just telling you the history of it. All right, we'll be back here in a couple of minutes. Brady Cannon's going to join us to talk golf. The Byron Nelson on deck.
Vinny, where are we? The OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa. Is Jimmy Vaccaro in the spa? He was already there. Okay. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. You can get real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats and more. Visit OddsTrader.com. When you think of the great broadcasting duos over the years, John Madden, Pat Summerall, those guys were outstanding on the NFL, right? Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. Guy named Musburger, right? Anybody he was with. Anybody right? Brent was with. Uh, I like SVP and Stanford Steve on they ESPN. They do a good job. Right up there on the top of that list is Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, who uh, co-host Long Shots here on VSIN. Brady Cannon joins us now. How are you doing, BK? You know, that's esteemed company. I, I didn't know I was being mentioned in those circles, but uh, I, I appreciate that. Wes Reynolds is uh, going to be in studio with me tomorrow. Wes has had an incredible year handicapping golf. Yes, he has. Uh, but Wes and Brady as a tandem on that show. Long shots are outstanding. Brady, hopefully I can join you guys next week uh, for the PGA Kiowa Island, South Carolina. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Uh, follow Brady on Twitter at Las Vegas Golfer. And uh, Brady... How about the Byron Nelson in Texas? Uh, this is on deck uh, before the PGA. So this is a TPC Craig Ranch in Texas. And this is a new course on a PGA Tour. So we don't have course form, course history to handicap here. So how do you approach this tournament? Yeah, you're right. It's debuting, uh, making its first appearance as a host course on the PGA Tour. But it does have a little bit of history uh, in 2008 and 2012 it appeared uh, in the minor leagues, the Corn Ferry Tour, and back then uh, in 2008, it was the nationwide, held the tour championship for those tours. And actually, our buddy on long shots this week, Colt Nost, uh, finished third uh, back in 2008. And so it was great to have him on because he was immediately familiar with this golf course and also having gone to SMU and being from Texas. But what we've been able to learn is Matt, I think this is going to be a birdie fest. I think these guys are just going to destroy this course. The fairways are really wide. It's a zoysia grass, which the ball really sits up on, and you can just pick it right off of it like it was carpet. The greens are bent grass and pretty flat. Uh, you know, So I, I think the guys are going to be able to – and they got a little bit of rain as well, Colt was telling us. So I think it's going to be fairly soft and – there's not, there's not really any rough, so these guys can just bang it as far as they can, not get into too much trouble, really wide fairways, hit to these soft greens, and it may become a putting contest. I honestly think you're going to probably get a winning score of in the neighborhood of 25, 26 under par. Oh. Uh, so enjoy it while you can here because next week's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, but uh, just you know, learning some of the history of the course and doing some research like that, um, I came up with, you know, I, I just ate some chalk this week, Matt. I, I went with John Rahman, and Bryson DeChambeau. They can obviously drive the ball better than just about anybody in the field. Uh, they're number three and number four in the world. Uh, they have experience on Weiskopf designs, which uh, the only one we're really familiar with on tour is the remake of Torrey Pines North, and both of these guys have torn that one up in the past. So, um, I, I actually got pretty good numbers on both of them at 10 to 1, but I, I really think these guys can tear this place apart, and I don't see why they, they can't finish in the top five or better. 
Brady, 25 or more. That's that's Matt Eumann's uh, uh, kind of shooting there. Yeah, I don't know about 25 over par. I, yeah, I was just going to, yeah, let me finish. I was going to say the same thing this week, Brady. I, I expected the winner of this tournament, when I was reading about it the other day, to be 22, 23 under par. Wow. So you're seeing even uh, better even greater. than that. You're seeing Brady uh, Cannon's best bets for the Brian, Byron Nelson up there on the screen. John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, each at 10 to 1. Matt Fitzpatrick. Scotty Scheffler in that 20 to 25 to 1 range, and Doug Gim, a long shot at 110 mm. to 1. He's got Kucher over Mitchell in a matchup, and Palmer over Mark Leishman. Who did Colt Nost like uh, as the guest on the long shot show? He liked Rom, and he also liked Doug Gim a little bit as well. Gim has uh, experience here on those uh, Corn Ferry events that I was telling you about, and also. Uh, he went to University of Texas. You know there's a number of uh, Texas players, not only the University of Texas, but guys that grew up in Dallas or live now in Dallas, uh, you know, sprinkled throughout the PGA Tour. And uh, Doug Gim is a guy who went to UT in Austin and knows this course very well, has a very good, a short, uh, very good short game and approach game, and has plenty of experience here. So I thought that number was pretty crazy. I've seen, seen him as low as 65 to 1 in the market. So 110 was, was awful juicy. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, you know, Matt, um, this guy went to UT as well. And like DeChambeau and Rom is one of the best drivers of the golf ball, not only in the field, but on the entire PGA tour, he's looking for his first win. He has literally been playing this course since he was 12 years old. And with Will Zalatoris, these guys have both teed it up at this course since they were teenagers. So I like the familiarity there for, for uh, Scotty Scheffler. And then, as I mentioned at the top, if, you, if this is going to turn into a putting contest, there's not many guys better in this field with the flat stick than Matthew Fitzpatrick. And he's just been in tremendous form, just came off of a fourth-place finish at the RBC Heritage. So I went with a lot of short guys this week. It, it's not a really deep field. There's some very good star power at the top, but then it kind of drops off a little bit. And I think the cream's going to rise to the top. I, uh, to the top. I think this will be decided between you know maybe the ten best players in the field. One of them's going to get there. Brady, is there anything you know from uh, uh, looking ahead to the PGA? I mean, you, you pointed out that these two courses are vastly different, and the PGA scores will be uh, uh, much uh, much higher. Uh, is it safe to say though that there's something we can look for this week that would help either? Uh, select some uh, some golfers next week or bet against some golfers next week as a result of this coming weekend? Yeah, it's a good question, Vinny. And, and I don't quite – I mean, the only thing I would say is if the wind picks up here this week in Texas – see how guys deal with that because I think we're going to get a little bit of wind off the coast there in South Carolina next week on Kiowa Island. Now, right now the forecast is calling for 12 to 15 miles an hour, but an occasional thunder shower in the afternoon type of thing. So, you know, I think you probably could get some gusts up to 20 or what have you. If you get some wind in Texas, which is very possible, See how these guys deal with the wind, and that might give you a little indicator on you know whether they're going to succeed or not next week. Uh, in general, the Australian players like uh, Mark Leishman uh, tend to play very well in Texas because of the wind. Uh, Mar- uh, Matt Kuchar is another guy who has done very well in the state of Texas, and and, and of course guys that are from the area, uh, they're used to that wind. So uh, that's probably what I would look uh, as far as a condition standpoint. Um, 
but other than that, I, I think it's going to be tough for anything to translate from this course over to next week's. Follow him on Twitter at Las Vegas Golfer. We'll talk a little bit more golf, baseball, and NBA betting on the other side. Thanks, Brady Cannon. Back in a couple minutes. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most play-in betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus. Fastest payouts and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Bet Rivers Sportsbook, visit betrivers.com. Vinny, uh, let's look at my golf best bets. And here's Please. the Byron Nelson in Texas, which uh, tees off tomorrow, just north of uh, Dallas. And um, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and I have a couple of common selections. So Brady mm-hmm. and I are both on Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, I think 22 to 1 is the best number you can find on Scheffler mm-hmm. right now. And That's Will Zalatoris is a common selection I have with. Uh, I believe with uh, Jeff Seeley, who was on this morning with uh, Mitch and Paul and Follow the Money, and also with Wes Reynolds, Scheffler and Zalatoris right there around 22, 23 to 1. Is that what we have here at the South Point? Scheffler's 16. We got him yeah, lower. He got a good popular. price he's at, a popular uh, player at 22. Week, yeah. I mean, yeah, and Zalatoris uh, 25. So we're a little lower on Scheffler, but higher on uh, Zalatoris, Matt. All right. Mark Leishman, Ryan Palmer, also a couple longer shots and put small plays on this week. Leishman, 35 to 1. Palmer, 45 to 1. Good prices. Well done, man. We're at uh, 30 and uh, 40. Good. Take a look ahead next week to the PGA at Kiowa Island, South Carolina. And uh, I think players who can handle the wind, who play well in the wind, are going to have a little bit of an advantage here. And Joaquin Neiman's one of those guys. Uh, Neiman should have won the first tournament of 2021 in Maui at the Kapalua Plantation course. He missed an eight-foot putt to win it. And uh, I played him at 67-1 to next week in the PGA. I think Joaquin Neiman's one of those guys grinding for a win who's been close. Hasn't quite got there since uh, Maui. And uh, 67-1 to was a good number I found at Circa on him. Also, next week, I got this at Circa the other night. I saw in DraftKings, Adam Scott was 50-1. to I've got him in the PGA next week at circa 102 to 1. Adam oh, Scott, sure. I think Australians are going to play well next week, too. Uh, guys who play well in the wind. Adam Scott hasn't won a major since the Masters in 2013, right? Uh, but hopefully he can get back on the board next week. 102 to 1, Adam Scott, a yeah. long shot next we week. We got him 80. That's a good price, Matt. 102. Good. Well done. All right, let's talk uh, baseball. Game number two of the doubleheader about to start in Denver between the uh, Padres and the Rockies, and the Padres won the first game 5-3, went over the total. Vinny and Blake Snell is going to be the starter opposite Austin Gomber in game two. And uh, the Padres, Matt, looks like, uh, yeah, dollar fifty four. So since uh, since that last game ended, up $0.10. Cents. 
uh, right now the Padres cook and climbing. Dollar fifty four total in the game seven and a half. Remember this is seven inning game, uh, but it is in Colorado and uh, plus a nickel on the Padres uh, on the uh, the run line. I think they can win the game by two or more. About the Dodgers tonight hosting uh, the Seattle Mariners. We talked about the Dodgers' comeback win last night. They were down 4-1 mm-hmm. in the late innings and uh, rallied for five to get the win 6-4, to four, and they also covered the run line last night. This is done against Urias. Yep. Dodgers, big favorites, total of eight in yep. L.A. Matt, 240 last night. Not enough. 250 tonight and climbing. Dodgers in every parlay as well. Total Dodgers have lost five series in a row, yeah. but Vinny, they got a, a great chance here to sweep the Mariners in this short set and uh, stop their series losing streak. Matt, we've been talking about it quite a bit this week, the fact that the Dodgers have only been a dog once this year, and uh, and, and they're favored, and, and significantly, again, here, 250 uh, against, uh, against the Mariners uh, in this one, Matt, uh, and uh, the total on this one sitting at eight. Dodgers also minus minus on the run line, fifteen cents. Counting tonight's game, the Dodgers have been favorites, closest favorites in thirty-six of thirty-seven games. Wow. The one where they were, they were basically at a pick and pick price em, right? yeah. at Milwaukee. At Milwaukee, yeah. Okay. About a week and a half ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, also tonight, Yankees and Rays, and there's a situation here with the Yankees where. Uh, COVID-19 positive tests are going to keep out some coaches. It looks like uh, Glaber Torres is not going to be in the lineup for the Yankees uh, tonight because of that test. Torres has been a disappointment so far. Uh, Going into yesterday's game, he had 120 at-bats and only one homer. Uh, But the Yankees' big favorites with Garrett Cole on the mound opposing Colin McHugh. And uh, uh, a little money shown for the dogs so far, Matt. Uh, Right now, the Yankees $1.90 here at South Point. There's still $2 out there in some spots. But the Yankees uh, open as 2-to-1 favorites down to $1.90. Bing being also under from 7.5 to 7 right now. And, again, Bears watching as we get into the weekend uh, in terms of the Yankee roster. If uh, uh, if there's been COVID on a coaching staff and with just Glaber Torres, you you know that some other folks may have been – exposed as well all right let's go to the nba and the lakers last night won in overtime 101 99 over the knicks the lakers back in action tonight but it's going to be a skeleton crew on the on the court for la yeah no ad for sure matt and uh looks like lebron won't play either uh again if you look at the overnight 13 and a half but uh and we came on the air today at three o'clock pacific lakers were 11 uh, it's been confirmed that Anthony Davis is not going to play tonight for the Lakers, so they are now eight and a half point favorites against the Rockets, who will also be, you know, limited with their personnel. Particularly, Chris Wood is probably going to be a game time decision as he as he is just about every game. But uh, their roster has been decimated uh, for the for the better part of the uh, uh, the last couple of months. So Lakers still up significant favorites, eight and a half total on the game, two twenty one, which is down a couple off the opener. And that line is down about five points. It was up around 13 and a half. 13 and a half on the overnight, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. after last night's uh, game. Uh, Wizards and Hawks in Atlanta, and it looks like uh, money showing up on the home-favored Hawks. Yeah, again, Matt, these two played on uh, on Monday, and uh, the Hawks escaped uh, by one point. Uh, in fact, I think the Wizards missed a shot at the uh, at the end of that game at the at the buzzer to, uh, to not only uh, top, but to win it. Uh, Hawks. Right now, up to seven off the six and a half point opener, two thirty nine for the total down one. All right, and uh, Spurs and Nets in Brooklyn. It looks like James Harden's going to be back. Sham Sharania mm-hmm. reports Nets star James Harden plans to play, assuming pregame warmups go smoothly. Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium Harden 
uh, close to his return after missing over a month with a hamstring strain. Mm-hmm. So then that's uh, pretty much across the board, four and a half point favorite. Yeah, Matt, the, this game was as high as five and a half, but then uh, uh, with the Harden news, which we we knew about, but uh, oh, about to, shortly after we came on the air today at three o'clock Pacific, it was announced that Kyrie Irving was not going to play uh, for the uh, the Nets tonight. So hence the uh, uh, down from uh, five and a half down to four and a half. But again, the game did open three, uh, but Harden uh, uh, looks like he's uh, going to give a give it a chance to, to go tonight. All right, and one more game in the association to hit on before uh, we close it with the NFL. It's uh, Blazers and Jazz in Salt Lake City. Yep, and uh, this one here, Matt, the the, Bla- uh, the Jazz. One-point favorites here, open as two-point favorites. Again, uh, still no uh, Mitchell uh, and Mike Conley for the Jazz. Uh, the total on this one, 234, which is exactly where it opened. A little bit of money for the uh, Blazers here. All right, right here at the South Point, NFL Week 1. All the numbers are up. Lines, totals. And uh, money lines, everything's up at the South Point, starting with the NFL grand opening, uh, Cowboys and Buccaneers. This is going to be Thursday, September 9th. Cowboys, Bucks, why do you open the number on Tampa Bay? A terrific matchup, Matt, for betting purposes. Uh, and again, uh, these games will draw a, a great handle. Again, the biggest handle of the regular season because we got four months to book them. Uh, the uh, Buccaneers, six and a half point favorites, total on the game, 52. And uh, the uh, Buccaneers, 280 on the, the money line. That's going to be a monster wagering yeah, handle on great. that NFL kickoff game on September 9th on Thursday night. Cowboys and Bucks, uh, like you say, Bucks six-and-a-half-point favorites. How about this? Since 2004, defending Super Bowl champions are 13-3 and three in the NFL season opener. Wow. Tom Brady is 3-1 and one in the Thursday night opener. Tom Brady has a 10-1 and one career record when opening this season at home. A lot of things lining up in the Bucks' favor in that first uh, game of the NFL season, like Jimmy Vaccaro said when he's in studio with us today. You're going to see a lot of Buccaneers uh, teaser tickets yeah. on that first uh, mm-hmm. NFL game. Yeah, I think so, Matt. I mean, uh, but if the game gets to seven, too, you'll see some uh, some Cowboys plus, plus two touchdowns, right, too. I think it's going to be a great right. I mean, there's w- this matchup, uh, we'll get so much betting attention, especially with uh, what we saw uh, with the Bucks last year with Brady, of course, winning the Super Bowl. Uh, there's optimism with the Cowboys, right? Dak Prescott coming back and being healthy. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a revamped defense with Quinn leading it now. I mean, there's obviously a lot more faith in Quinn as a defensive coordinator uh, than a head coach, and there's reason to believe that the Cowboys will be better. They're favored to win the division. The division's close, but uh, the Cowboys, uh, especially because of – uh, Dak Prescott uh, are considered to be the top team in, in the NFC East. How about that opening Monday night game? Oh yeah, Ravens at Raiders right here in Las Vegas, and uh, that's going to be a monster handle game as well. Everything going to that game too, Matt. Let's remember everything that starts with the Cowboys and Buccaneers on Thursday night will go right through Sunday night with the Bears and the Rams leading up to the Ravens as four and a half point favorites. In town here on Las Vegas Boulevard. Love to say that. Well, you remember uh, last Boulevard. year, I think it was week two, the Raiders were home dogs against the Saints, Saints. and uh, the Raiders pulled off the outright yeah. upset in mm-hmm. that game. They were live home dogs. This time, there will be fans. Yes. Uh, we hope so. There will be fans in Allegiant Stadium. It's a place going to be packed. It's going to mm-hmm. be crazy on that opening Monday night. Very exciting. NFL schedule release show coming up in a little over an hour, 8 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. 5 p.m. Pacific. And uh, what you're going to hear is... Uh, 
the entire week one schedule, which we already knew this morning. But also, in addition to that, uh, Thanksgiving, the yeah. schedule, Bears-Lions, Raiders-Cowboys, and Bills-Saints. Those are going to be the Thanksgiving Day games. How about that Raiders-Cowboys game in the sandwich? Right in the middle. kind of wish that was the late one, to be honest with you. Middle of the turkey sandwich. How about Christmas Day, Packers hosting the Browns? Packers. This is going to be Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback for the Pack. Good question. We haven't talked much about that in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> hey, Brent Musburger is going to be in studio tomorrow. Yes. Don't miss it. My guys in the desert on a Thursday from the South Point Sportsbook. Danny Burke up next. Rush Hour here on v